That's on the <laughs> I didn't know you had started yet. <laughs> Welcome back to the Dynasty Alphas podcast. Uh, 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 uh. Sorry about that. <laughs> I can't wait to go back and listen to the opening. I didn't think you had started that quick. Uh, All right. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome back to the Dynasty Office podcast. You were listening in with your host, Tony Langer, and co-host, Alex Burback. Heyo! Singular and loving it. (laughs) Lennox is not here. He is... We don't actually know where he is, for sure. We can take guesses. Yeah. My guess is New York. New York. Okay, yeah. New York, New York. We don't know, though, for sure. He did not communicate that to us. We're just making an assumption. I don't know what else he'd be doing for three days during the week where he couldn't pod. Yeah. So Yeah, no, so... Uh, otherwise, he has a secret life he's not telling yeah. us about. Have fun in New York, Lennox. Yeah. Enjoy. Say hi to Molly for us. Yeah, say hi to Molly. Um, but I yeah. most of the people on the pod don't even know. No, probably not. But, uh, yeah, Lennox has a girlfriend, everybody. He won't listen to this. There's no, no way. Lennox? Yeah. No. No, no chance, but... No. Um, yeah, so anyways, we're back, uh, me and Burback. We're going to be taking this episode down. Uh, we got a lot of good stuff for you. We got some news and notes, some uh, retirements to talk about, and then we got uh, trade. There's only been one trade in the last week and a half because our leagues are stupid and they won't do trades, so mm-hmm. it's up to me, you, and Lennox to do all the trades. <laughs> and One of um, us three is always included. Always. Yep. Always. And then... Um, yeah, then we got some championship round breakdown, or conference championship breakdown, and then uh, we're going to get into the, uh, remember when I used to always say meat and potatoes? We're going to get yeah, meat and potatoes. meat and potatoes. Hungry, Jess. Some quarterback and tight end risers and fallers. So, a lot to go through on this episode. I'm sure we're going to eclipse the two-hour mark as we have been in the past four episodes or so. Yep. Um, going to have some arguments. Got, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just wish I wouldn't have gotten it all out I know. in our text message thread between the three of us. We hashed we out have a big one earlier the, today. It was mainly uh, you and Lennox, honestly. The last two days. It was mainly you and Lennox. Like, this, today, yeah, it, it was. It felt pretty it good to not be in the argument for once. I yeah. feel like it's always me versus one of you. Usually yeah. you, but like, I know, me it's, versus yeah, one it's, of you. Yeah. And it's nice to just kind of be on the sidelines and just throw in random stats and just I will, keep you guys going. <laughs> I will notice, like... When Lennox and I get heated with each other, you I, you take it as an opportunity to like take a breath. Yep. I, I don't have to be a part of this. Oh, one. I just sit back and I was on a meeting I today. Ne- yeah, I was just on like a one on one with some guy I'm working with, and my watch is just vibrating constantly. And I like <laughs> check it after a half hour meeting, and I had like thirty five texts from you two, <laughs> just back and forth. Um, and it was just a continuation from yesterday. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, this this is a long argument, but um, yeah, but we'll get into that. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just stay tuned. But yep. anyways, uh, let's get into the news. Um, obviously, we got to start at the top. Uh, the goat is hanging him up. Big Ben. <laughs> Jeez, hanging I mean, up the walking boot. Steelers Nation, you have twenty two. Oh, you were talking about Tom Brady. Gotcha. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> should probably start with him. Um, yeah, I yeah. Mean, this one, this is insane. I did not honestly expect this. Nope. Like I thought one more. Like prior to this past weekend, year. I did not think that Tom Brady would be retiring. Mm-hmm. But I was, I was just chilling in Bismarck, obviously with Ryan, and what that, a par- paradise. No, it was, it was, it was pretty Ch- fun. Chilling in Bismarck. Chilling in Bismarck. <laughs> it's cold as hell. No, it was, it was fun though. But yeah, the news came through when we were just like sitting there one day, and I was like, damn. 
Yeah. I'm sad. But then it was like, is he? And I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't know. But now he is, so. Yeah, I don't know. Still makes me mad at Shefty for doing it early. Yeah. And then at Tom being forced to do the, well, I haven't really made a decision. No, I have. Yeah. But it just, yeah, I thought at least one more. Because he's still under, he still had one more year yeah. mm-hmm. under contract. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, think, just, like, they just like extended him last offseason. Like, yeah. They added this next year to the yeah, deal. Yeah, exactly. So. And, you know, you'd think Gronk's got one more year in him. Evans is still in his prime. They could franchise Tate Godwin. Mm-hmm. I uh, thought all of these things were going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it was in place to, again, bring most of their roster back. Mm-hmm. And that's why, but, I mean, it's not like he has anything else to prove. No, my it was, God, no. Yeah. It no. was, I, I saw someone tweet, it was, it's crazy, like, Tom's 44 years old and we're still arguing that he's retiring too early. Yeah, he is. <laughs> like, it was like, it was like a, a collage of the two early retirements of, uh, um, Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson, a bunch of these other, and then Tom Brady in the yeah. bottom right being 44 years old. But I honestly, he would be top three next year. Yeah. As I mean, a QB. He was one of the best quarterbacks this year. He was like, yeah. He's like, it's like him and Rodgers in the MVP consideration right now. And it's like, yeah. Oh my God. You just got to give it to, you, you, no way Rodgers gets it anymore. No, I know. I, I was thinking that too. I was like, no, no chance, dude. He wanted that MVP. I There's know. no way they're not going to give it to and him. And they're not supposed to include postseason, mm-hmm. but no, it's, it's, you give it to Tom Brady. God. I mean, this, so obviously, uh, as we mentioned in the past, me and you both have him in our two dynasty leagues. Like, you have him in Titan Premium, I have him in Skull. And, like, that sucks. Like, yeah. I hate losing. And you have Gronk, too. I so like, with, and I'm just assuming Gronk's gone. I don't, yeah. Gronk is good because of Brady, I really do believe. I think, I th- I think Gronk would be good with another quarterback, but not the same, Not obviously. like he is. But I don't think we're even going to find that out because I think no. he's going to retire. Yeah. This really, royally... I mean, it, fu- it fucks both of us. Yeah. It um, really... Yeah. Because I don't have a third QB. I have Kirk and Jalen Hurts now. Yeah. And that's just sad. Yeah. You I have mean, Hurts and I have Hurts and Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. Okay, that's Because I had two quarterbacks retire. Tom Brady and Big Ben. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> right. That's so shit. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, so, like, obviously, like, this sucks for you. So, like, what what's your next move for your tight end premium team? Like, you threw everybody on the block. Yeah, as you see, <laughs> I put almost everyone on the trade block. <laughs> Getting any bites? Any nibbles? Anything? No. Trade market's I just mean, dead right now. I, I mean, I've gotten some nibbles from guys. Has Chad tried to sell you and uh, ones where Hardman for No, Jalen I think Hurts. I've turned that down enough. <laughs> um, I got... I I kind of like Lennox's take, like, don't throw people under the bus. Yeah. Throw them under the bus. With, like, non-done trades. I think... Just push them. I think Richard was kidding. Okay. But he sent me a one-on-one, yeah. like, Emmanuel Sanders for Gabe Davis... Oh, yeah. And I didn't text him, but... Or, no, I did, and I think he was joking. Okay, um, okay. But, yeah, that kind of pissed me off. And then I, <laughs> and I and then I got another trade offer that wasn't even close that I had to decline, and I won't throw him under the bus. But. <sighs> oh, yeah, yeah. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, so I've gotten some nibbles, but none that I'm worth uh, entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, well, hopefully in the next... In the coming months here, some trades start picking up. Um, but... Regardless, uh, back to Tom Brady. How does this how does this move affect the rest of the Buccaneers roster to you? Because obviously, as we mentioned, there's seems like now to me there's going to be a lot of turnover. Like I don't yeah. think Godwin's coming back. Yeah, AB is obviously gone. Like he's not obviously coming back. No, Gronk I think is going to retire. Mm-hmm. I don't like maybe they still resign Leonard Fournette, but I, 
I just don't know. Like, it, I think it depends on who they get at quarterback. That's what I was... I think it depends on if they go the veteran route, then I could see Godwin coming back on a franchise tag. I really... Like, if they really went out, you know, the stupid... I mean, if they get, like, Rodgers or something. That's yeah. What, yeah, exactly. I mean... I kind of agree with what we've talked about before. There, there's no way they go into the season with Kyle Trask and Blaine Gabbard no. as their two QBs. They're yeah. going to get someone else. But I mean, it'd be awesome for my tight end premium team if they did with Trask. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't it would think be that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Everything will just be turning your way. Mm. But I uh, no, I think this. I mean, this is very bad news for that offense in general because I don't think there's a lot of veteran QBs that are on the market that you can say can come in and keep those assets as valuable as they are. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? Like, yeah. we had a kind of an argument about Mike Evans. Yep. Oh, yeah. I think he dropped. I've kind of come... I I do believe... I do agree that he is an absolutist, like, elite wide receiver and could be fine with no matter who. But I do think whoever's throwing the ball. But I yeah. definitely think that hurts his value. Yep. And if they don't go get a veteran, like... Rodgers or a Russ or something like I don't think Fournette's back I don't mm-hmm. think Godwin's back Gronk's, yeah, yeah it's it's not good and then you got Evans all along yeah so and obviously like, like you mentioned me and you had a heated debate on Evans because I still think like I, I will expect a drop like he's been like top seven for the last like hundred years so me and yeah. you me and you made a top 15 bet so yeah I think that's fair because I could see him dropping off but still being like a high-end wide receiver too mm-hmm um, just based on, like, I now I'm not expecting Godwin back. Not not expecting yeah. Gronk back. I think Evans is going to be the only show in town. So just, like, regardless of who, like, obviously, regardless, like, there could be, like, Sam Darnold or something for yeah. some reason goes there and he sucks. But, like, yeah, I just, I'm just going to keep betting on Evans over and over again. And that's fine. Like, no, I mean, <clears> I, history I has proven, really cool. history's proven you to be right. He mm-hmm. has gotten 1,000 yards every year. Mm-hmm. He's been a top receiver every year. Do you think that Godwin... I mean, so for Godwin to come back, or if any team were to franchise tag him, or the, it's only the Bucks that can do that. Yeah, right? only the Bucks can do it. They'd, how much would that be? 16, 17? Yeah, I think it'd be more than that. I think, I mean, if you franchise tag a guy twice, it's a it's more than even last yeah. year. So I I can look it up because I'm I'm just wondering what the market the market would be really good for Godwin, mm-hmm. but he did tear his ACL closer to the end of the year. Um, yep. that might hurt his market and he may, his best offer may come from the Bucks. Yeah, it definitely could. Um, I don't, I don't think they have a very good cap situation, okay. but, um, I mean this year he made 16 million on the cap. Okay. Um, and let's see. Um, but I, like, I just, I just don't know why they would double don't cap see or like. Do it again. I know the Bucks have come out and said they're interested in having Godwin back. That can mean anything. Yeah, but like that was also before I think they thought that Brady was Brady gone. was going to retire. Um, it looks like I feel like this is wrong, but it looks like he'd make nineteen million on the cat or on the tag. So, yes. So I just I don't know. There's not many guys that get double franchise tag. Yeah. That's kind of just like no, a I know. shitty move to do to somebody. I feel I know. like like I know. The, the Washington Washington did it to Kirk back in the day before the Kirk, he came to us. The Commanders. The Commanders, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I can start calling them that now. You're right. But. Can I, I just got to say this. My uh, my Mimi and Bumpa, most of you know who that is. Yep. But their nickname for me as a kid was Alexander Commander. So I was I was pretty happy that Washington <laughs> took that and made it their full team name. Because it was obviously based off that. So. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> 
It would it would really suck for a player because you know I love Mike Evans. Yeah. It would suck for a player like that to be just stuck with all of his friends leaving and then be stuck on a rebuild team as a twenty eight year old wide receiver. Mm-hmm. That would blow. But it, like blow. Larry did it, like he stuck with the Cardinals through rebuild and can. No, it was mostly rebuild. <laughs> but like, he time. had Kurt Warner, but yeah. then after that, it was like almost all rebuild until Kyler. So no, Carson Palmer was really good. For oh, I did like Carson Palmer. Bruce Cardinals. Arians. You're right. You're right. And DJ. Oh, that's the other one. Do you think Bruce Arians sticks around? I think it depends on who they can get a quarterback. <laughs> I know. I, I've just heard rumors like, yeah, you BA might be out too. Like ah. the whole team might just go. The good thing is they're besides the D line, they have a really good defense. Mm-hmm. Their D-line is a lot of vets, so they'd have to rebuild that. But Yeah, I don't know. That, I don't, I that don't team's going to be one to watch this offseason because it's going to get wild. But um, the, the NFC South, a division to watch. Here come the Falcons. Oh, God. Here come the Falcons, too. used to be such a fun division. I know. <laughs> Drew Brees and, like, I mean, the Buccaneers were never, like, James, very good, but, like, Jameis with throwing fun. to Mike Evans and Godwin and Vincent Jackson way back in the day and, like, oh. All that, and then, you know... Cam. Cam. Cam yes. at, at the then, Panthers. Then, I mean, the Falcons were fun with, like, Julio, Roddy White. Like, oh, yeah. Matt Ryan in his prime. Yep. Uh, uh, Devonta Freeman. Yeah. For, like, that was a really fun No division. defense was played in that division, and I nope. loved it. Nope. <clears throat> it's but. it's turning into the AFC South. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to the other retiree. Um, Big Ben. Say. I mean, we, we all expected it, so, like... Yeah. Who cares? No, I, like, uh, yeah. He's going to be a Hall of Famer, and it, like, it is what it is. And mm-hmm. like, Obviously, this year he wasn't good. Um, he's been good for a while. Yeah, last uh, year. It's just a year. couple of years, right? Like, Two years ago, he threw for 5,000 yards. Okay. But last okay. year, he wasn't good. Yeah, so it's been the past couple. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, We'll see what this does for guys like Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris. Um, I could see it going both ways for them, just because he threw everything so short. And, like, yeah. they were – so hyper-targeted, like, I could see the targets coming down a little bit for both of them, but, like, the, I don't know, the efficiency or, like, yeah. the higher scoring opportunities going up. So I, I could see it just kind of just being a net neutral for those two, mm-hmm. but the only way I can see this going is positive for Chase Claypool because yeah. Big Ben was horrific for him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, I, I know. <laughs> Claypool should be better with, like, whoever yes. they get a quarterback. I was going to say, <laughs> you can't pick a worse QB option for a receiver that has the skill set of Chase Claypool. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, it, like, Big Ben still helped Chase Claypool get some highlight reel catches oh, here yeah. and there, but not nearly the uh, production that you, you expect. No, because, I mean, you have Claypool in. Yeah. Do you have him in both leagues or just one? Both. You have him in both? Yep, I have him in both. Were you pleased with what you got this year? No. Oh, no. my God, no. <laughs> yeah, no. No. And, and it's why I won't be trading him this offseason because his value is – like, people uh-huh. hate Chase Claypool right now. Uh-huh. And I'm just going to wait. Uh-huh. Uh, it terrifies me that a lot of the rumors are circling around uh, circling around uh, Rudolph. Like, oh, God. It ter- there's, there's no way I, they do that. No, there's I know. no way. I just – there's not a lot of options out there. It's not a, it's not a super good – QB class coming in, mm-hmm. and there's not a lot of vets there on the market. So I'm just kind of – I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. Rod, when you get a team like this, like Denver, the Steelers, and the Buccaneers, like what about Aaron Rodgers? It's yeah. the only name being thrown out there. <laughs> Deshaun Watson's probably going to jail. Russell's not <laughs> Russell's not going anywhere. Yeah, I don't think Russ is leaving. Um, 
Kirk. I don't Maybe think, if he gets traded, but I don't think any of these quarterbacks are going anywhere. Like the only one that I no, see I, actually I, going yeah. somewhere is Deshaun Watson, and like, yeah, like I could see him actually leaving this year, but then also just being suspended. Yeah, like I don't see how he gets out of this without a suspension. So it's like, like I don't see Rodgers yeah. leaving Green Bay as much as I'd like it. I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think um, Russ is leaving Seattle. And it's like, no, I don't know. Russ is for sure not. Yeah, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is. I think Packer fans are getting a little sick of him, though, now. So I think it's getting close. I Packer fans are so fucking annoying. They have no idea how good they have it. I know. I don't like this Hall of Fame quarterback <laughs> I have. Um, but, yeah, I just uh, – I, I think it's going to be good that Big Ben's gone for the fantasy assets. Like, Deontay and Najee, you said, net neutral. Claypool can't go anywhere but up, probably. Mm-hmm. But I – I have no idea what they're going to do next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, <clears throat> I have no idea about Pat Fryermuth. Like, I think he's just going to be, like, what he is. Like, I think he's, like, a red zone option. I don't think he's, like, going to ever be, like, a super high yardage guy. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Like, he, he just to me, he's basically, like, a Dalton Schultz kind of. Like, he's, yeah. like, not very athletic, but he's, like, reliable. And, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, yeah, no, I, I get it. He is what he is. Like, I think he'll just, like, be a mid-end, mid-range, like, tight end one with, like, whatever quarterback they have. Yeah. And it's like, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's got good mitts. Like, he will catch the ball when it's thrown to him. Yeah. But, yeah, he's not going to wow you yeah. running routes or anything like that. <clears throat> so then I was going to mention uh, a lot of these coaching hirings we got. Um, I had this... I, I was telling Burback right before the pod, I broke out this huge, like, deep dive into Jim Harbaugh's past NFL coaching history because I saw that the Vikes, like, last night the report came out on Sleeper that they were, like, really close to hiring him or, like, it was a done deal almost yeah. or whatever. It was going to be announced today. Yeah. So then I <laughs> go through the all this shit and I look at, like, all of his years in the NFL, I get, like, their offense and defensive rank and, like, whoever led passing, rushing, receiving for every year. And then right before we hit record, we got the notification that he's going back to Michigan. Yep. So cross all that out. <laughs> and it, it laid it out as, like, after the interview, he called Michigan. Yeah. So they he like before he left the interview with the Vikings, mm-hmm. he knew. Yeah. Like, so they must have been like, we're going a different direction. Poorly, yeah. And they yeah. were like, no. Or yeah. else yeah. he's just like, I don't want to do it. So who yeah. knows? But yeah, it could be either way. I did just see a report come across that we're zeroing in on Kevin O'Connell. Is that we, his name? Yeah, Kevin, Kevin O'Connell, O'Connell, baby. Yeah. Okay, that was OC, my pick. But, I mean, I've gotten like 10 reports that we're zeroing in on player or coaches and none of them. It does happened. seem like, it, I mean, it was between Harbaugh, Kevin O'Connell, and then Raheem Morris. The yeah, yeah, it was those three. Harbaugh's out, obviously. Please, for the love of God, go OC instead of DC. Please. Yeah. Yep. Please. Um, it would just uh, be fun. Like, so, like we got a young GM, a uh, n- analytics numbers guy, mm-hmm. young OC with a youth, youthful look on the NFL. Like, mm-hmm. just change it up from Spielman and Zimmer. Yep. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders hired Josh McDaniels. Um, Dude, I found this out two days after it happened. Really? I didn't see it on Twitter. <laughs> I didn't get a report. Like, I was at work and like someone Sunday. told me. It happened Sunday, like right before the games. Okay, see, I was at work. Oh. But, like, I still, I just missed it somehow. I'm like, what do you mean? A coworker uh, yesterday. What, Josh McDaniels, what do you think to the Raiders? Like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, I totally fucking missed that. Yep. And, like, I don't have a lot of analysis into this because I don't, I don't know. But, like, whatever. Cool. He's, yeah, I don't he know. was very mildly. Successful with the Broncos when he was a head coach. Yeah, I mean he had Tebow, so I don't know. But yeah, um, the Bears hire Matt 
Eber, Eberfluss? Eberfluss. I don't know how to say it, but... <laughs> so funny. Yeah. I don't know. Defensive coordinator from the Colts. Cool. I mean, the Colts were uh, number one in takeaways as a defense. I only found that out through watching the HBO Max Hard Knocks in season. Okay. Um, but, I mean, the Colts' defense was incredible. They... Uh, Kenny... Ah, uh, shit. I'm going to forget the name, but they developed that uh, corner that the Colts have that uh, he was cut Kenny from Young? the... What? Wasn't that his name? Kenny Young? Or am I wrong? Maybe No, I don't think it's Kenny Young. Okay. 20, number 23? No, it's not Kenny Young. I'm an idiot. No, he was the Walter Payton Man uh, nominee for the Colts. Okay. But anyways, I'll they, helped, it out. they helped develop him... They had, I'm going to forget his name too again, their linebacker, who's their incredible linebacker. Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard. And again, like, number one in takeaways. So, I mean, he did a great Kenny job. Kenny Moore. Kenny oh, Moore. That's his name. He, like, he got cut from the Patriots practice squad, I think, early in his career or something, and then developed by the Colts, and he was a, uh, he's a um, pro bowler this year, pro bowler nominee, um, or all pro nominee, I think. Mm-hmm. I just... Long story short, because I'm not really doing this well, um, I liked what he did with the Colts' defense. Um, it, I would be pissed if I was a Bears fan and just be like, oh, we're just doing the same old thing we're doing every defense, and hopefully we do well enough on offense. <laughs> like, I'm, I, I'm glad that the Vikings are, like, doing a complete 180. Yep. Yep. Uh, at least we think so. Mm. Um, New York Giants hire Brian Dable. So, I like this hire. Um, yep. I would have been pretty psyched if the Vikes got him, but he was never a consideration. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So, maybe the Giants did something right for once. But Yeah. I mean, they took the Bills. They took a GM from the Bills, and now they took a head coach from the Bills. So. I love this move. Yeah. Like, okay, you guys did something right. Yeah. Come do it for us. Come turn Daniel Jones and Josh Allen. You, please. <laughs> you saw the owner's statements, man. They yeah, have they not given up. on. And, dude, I just – that was so refreshing to finally have – Someone admit, like, we've done everything in our power to screw this kid up, was the quote. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you have. Like, he's not, I'm not saying he's like a really good QB, but you haven't really given him a shot. No. So the no. hope for Daniel Jones lives on. Yep. Keep those uh, New York Giants, keep the hope alive. What do you Saquon? think about Saquon? Yeah, I got to I mean, ask you. Is this like, are you excited now? Anybody's better than Joe Judge. Joe Judge. Like, Anybody the the uh, run Neil Neil punt yeah. guy like I like I just don't even like I don't even care like I don't know enough about like analyzing head coaches to be able to be like yeah. super psyched about this but like yeah I mean like I like the Bills offense hopefully this is a good offense now like if it's a good offense Saquon's gonna be good if it's a terrible offense Saquon's probably gonna be bad like mm-hmm. he has been so it's like I don't, I don't know yeah like, yeah they're gonna have to fix some things on that offense yeah. for sure O-line included like I just hope that they can stay healthy like Barkley yeah. stay healthy Kadarius Tony, he could be sick oh my god he yeah. could be so good if he just like stays healthy yeah I know and stop punching people yeah god <laughs> yeah that was the one game that he actually did something too he yeah. decided to punch some guy but anyway yeah I don't know I don't know. Give a little flicker of hope to your Giants players. Cause, this you know, is the best that they've got. It's an exciting it. hire, to yeah. say the least. Yep. It's the best they've had in a while. All right. So that's it. That's all I have for news. Um, let's get into the one trade that has happened since our last episode. Um, and like we mentioned, it was between me and my brother, Ryan. So yep. 
in um, person. In person. As these things usually go down. In Bismarck, you remember, obviously, yep. I mentioned that earlier. We were at a uh, $10 all-you-can-drink bar. It was awesome. Only in Bismarck. It was awesome. That is insane. It was awesome. It's, it's, <laughs> a, it's called Bucks. and we went. All-you-can-drink beer? or Anything. I was getting vodka Red Bulls. You paid diets. $10. Yeah. And then you just drink whatever. It's a, caveat, it's only for two hours. But like, oh, still though, it's like an open bar for two hours, basically. So it's like, hey, everyone, get as fucked up as possible in these two hours. Uh huh. Yeah, that's awesome. That's exactly what it is. But yeah, we went there on Friday night too, and they had the fifty cent taps. So like, that was beer. I've heard, yeah, yeah, I've heard, I've heard Ryan talk about that place before. So I had like twenty that's... beers, and my bill was four dollars, no, two dollars. I was like, okay, because like people were just buying beer left and right. So okay, was I was like, like, that doesn't add. <laughs> that math <laughs> doesn't go well. <laughs> But still, but it's still, like, that's holy sick. Shit. Yeah. Should we move to Bismarck? Is it worth it for that? I thought about it. Okay. Save <laughs> yeah. a lot on alcohol. But. <laughs> yeah, anyway, we were at that bar just getting boozed up. And Ryan, earlier in the week, Ryan had, he had sent a tweet from his burner account that was like, AJ Brown's on the block. So then I was like, all right, well, I want AJ Brown. Um, and I, was, I wasn't going to try to pay up for him in Skull because I, like, I don't have, like, enough assets for yeah. that, I don't think. Um. But I went to him in premium because I, like, have plenty, and I'm like, whatever, I'll just – I just want him. Yeah. So then I, like, made him an offer. It didn't go through, whatever. And then we were – we just decided to talk about it <clears throat> when I got to Bismarck that weekend. Um, And then trade talks really started heating up earlier that day. And then, yeah, $10 all you can drink. We were just nice and boozed up, and we just got the trade to go through. But anyway, it ended up being a big boy trade. A lot of moving pieces here, so, you know. Keep your ears open for this one. Yeah, take us through the progression. Like, where did it start and, like, when did the – I mean, you have to take a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. When did the pieces get added up? So, well, it originally started – I originally offered him Antonio Gibson and Amari Cooper for A.J. Brown. And Ryan didn't want that because he doesn't like Amari Cooper. Um, okay. Um, so then he wanted D.J. Moore and Antonio Gibson for A.J. Brown. And I was like, no. I was like, that's too much for me personally because, yeah. yeah. you know, I love D.J. Moore. Um, but like, I'm fine giving up Antonio Gibson and DJ Moore, I guess, if I can add stuff to your side, like, and he, yeah. had, he had Calvin Ridley, who's like a depressed asset right now. Yeah. Um, whoa. Value. Pun- yeah. That was, that was a bad, that was a bad Is that term. pun intended later? Cause it wasn't. Uh, bad it wasn't. <laughs> you said it and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> depressed. If you did that on purpose, that would have been hilarious. I would have given you a lot of credit for that. But anyway. The um, the trade ended up being I traded Mac Jones. Okay. <laughs> I traded Mac Jones, Antonio Gibson, DJ Moore, and Amari Cooper. So all those pieces ended up getting added to Ryan for Ryan Tannehill, AJ Brown, and Calvin Ridley. So there's obviously a lot going on here. So my thought process basically was like AJ Brown is like so sick. Like he's mm-hmm. such like a cool wide receiver. I'm surprised that Ryan want like put him on the block. I think he just like kind of what I did with Saquon. I just like wanted to diversify. I think he was just like yeah. like I'll keep him in skull. And like he said that after we made this trade, he's like I'm not trading AJ Brown for anything in skull. Like <laughs> I'm he's never leaving my team. So yeah. it's like all right, cool. So then and, like, I just, like, wanted him. Because, like, obviously, like, he's so cool when he's playing and yeah. whatever and not hurt. But, I mean, that's an, an injury, an, uh, issue with him. But Yeah. 
Like, he's so, just so talented, and, like, I'll just take the chance that he can play a full season and, like, break fantasy football because he has oh, the upside. Would. Like, he, <laughs> he, has the, he has just, like, untapped potential, and yeah. His, yeah, his upside's insane. So, like, love getting him. Um, and obviously, like, like I mentioned, I'm trading for Calvin Ridley, which is terrifying. Like, because yeah. no one knows what's going to happen with that. And, like, me, first and foremost, like, I've always been on the side of, like, like he, and he did drop in my rankings. He was my preseason wide receiver eight, and now he's around twenty ish for me. So it's like, yeah, like I loved him going into the year, but yeah, now I'm scared. But like, if he didn't yep. have those concerns, he'd be like a top ten dynasty wide receiver for me. Oh, hundred percent. So I'll take the chance on it. Um, but yeah, we'll see how that goes. And then obviously the Mac Jones and Ryan Tannehill swap. Like, obvi- that's a big loss for me because I'd rather have Mac Jones than Tannehill. Clearly, yes. Yes, but no the, question. The way I kind of just like rationalized doing that in my head was, I have Justin Herbert and Dak Prescott and Zach Wilson on this team still, yeah. so it's like Mac Jones would never really start for me unless like something's gone something really bad wrong. happened. <laughs> so it's like, sure, as long as I'm getting a quarterback back, I'll make that switch to like get this yeah. deal done, and yeah. like that's what the, that's eventually what the final straw came down to for Ryan. Yeah. It's like you had Mac Jones, I'll add Tannehill, and we'll just like get it done. And I'm like. All right, whatever. Okay. Like, All right. And yeah. Tannehill was actually the QB twelve this year overall, and I was surprised because he was terrible. He um, was. He was overall twelve. Yeah. What was Kirk eleven then? Um. Because Kirk, Kirk was there. He was either eleven or thirteen. Kirky. He was. Where are you, Kirk? He was right. eleven. Eleven overall. He was eleven. Okay. Twelfth in points per game. So Tannehill was twelfth overall, sixteenth in points per game. So yeah. Yep. Worse, obviously, because. I mean, playing all the games will help no matter what your overall finish. Yeah, yeah. Um, so regardless, as long as I was getting a quarterback back, I'm fine with it. Um, Antonio Gibson, DJ Moore, and Amari Cooper were like they were all borderline starters for me on yeah. any given week, just because my team your team is loaded, stacked, dude. So then, just adding AJ Brown and Calvin Ridley to like my possible starters. Like AJ Brown will start for me every week. Calvin Ridley, if he's playing, will start for me probably yes. every week. Yeah. So it's like yeah, like yep. I'm just trying to beef up that starting lineup because now my wide receiver core is Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, T. Higgins, Calvin Ridley, OBJ, and just, like, a bunch of random guys. But like OBJ back to relevance, mm, too. Like, that's we'll insane. But yeah. And then your running backs, Saquon. Saquon, Aaron Jones, Aaron Javante Jones, Williams, Javante. A.J. Dillon. I'm sure I'm forgetting some people. Rashad. Rashad. Oh, Fournette. the GOAT. Yeah, how could, oh, Fournette. Yeah, how could I forget about the GOAT? Um, yeah. But yeah, no, like I mean, I'm I'm feeling good. Um, I probably lost this in terms of value, but like I don't know, I don't know. I love it. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I've been. I mean, so initially, like if you just look at player to player, I was on Ryan's side right away. Well, no, my first thought was, holy crap, Langer traded away both DJ Moore and Gibson in the same trade. Yeah. Is hell frozen over? Like, that was my very first thought. I'm like, Ryan must have slipped him a roofie mm-hmm. in Bismarck. I, he might have. Yeah, I don't took, remember. Took his phone. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got the if Calvin Ridley's back and a starting NFL wide receiver yep. for a team. Yep. I think you got the two best assets yep. in the deal. No, and I I take both I of those guys over DJ Moore, obviously, yep. and Antonio Gibson. Yeah. Yes. No, I agree with that. Ryan obviously, Ryan obviously got the QB. Yep. But Mac Jones could be a he could be a QB one low like low end QB one going forward. He could be a middle of the road Derek Carr type guy where like he 
his QB2, he gets it done, but he's never a starter that you want. Yeah. But I, we mentioned this before. We t- Like, this whole trade hinges on Calvary. Um, but I've been on the side this whole time that I think he's back. Yeah. I think it was a – I do think he had some mental health problems. And, you know, kudos to him for, like, you know, stating that, taking some time out for himself. I respect that. Um, I also think there was just a problem between him and the Falcons that wasn't going to get resolved, so he's just got to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's so – but my one thing I've been thinking about – your receiver core is nasty. You still have Saquon and Aaron Jones, and you have AJ Dillon to replace Aaron Jones. Yep. It was, I guess, it was the giving up of Gibson, mm-hmm. and then not getting a running back in return. Yeah. And it, what's funny is I've even mentioned Amari Cooper because that's how much I don't want him. But like that's still, I kind of forgot until now that you Amari Cooper was part of the deal. <laughs> but giving up Gibson, who is a young mm-hmm. running back 100%. with Saquon being questionable, Aaron yep. Jones being questionable, Rashad Penny and Fournette being questionable. Mm-hmm. Yep. You gave up the one running back that probably is besides Saquon, the most solidified in his situation. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean I have Javante. Oh, I, oh, I forgot Javante. about Javante. Shit. Well, he's my running back three in Dynasty. So. But it's like I like this whole year kind of just ruined running back for me. Like I will trade any running back, and I don't even need to get one back. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, get rid of the position. I know. I've kind delete of, it from fantasy football. I flip too. Fuck running backs. Like yeah. goodbye. I'm fine. I, I like, relied on running backs in premium this year, and I didn't make playoffs. And I had a stable of running backs. You did. I had McCaffrey, Eckler for a little bit. Regret yeah. that one. Uh, Damien Harris, Montgomery, mm-hmm. James Robinson, Daryl Henderson. Like, mm-hmm. I relied on running backs and had no receivers, and I yep. didn't make playoffs. Yep. So yeah. I will trade any amount of running backs it takes to get elite wide receivers. I did forget about Javante, so I mean, well, I wasn't thinking about that. Whatever. It Regardless, even if I didn't have him, but I would have done this. You would have, yeah. Goodbye, running back. Hello, AJ Brown. Yeah. But and, and, your, and your wide receiver... God, your wide receiver stable is fun. Dude, it's nasty. Oh, I, I love it. I've looked at it like I mean, 15 times a day. It's like going to sleep and be like, oh. I mean, four. So, okay. Uh, Tyree Kill, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, T. Higgins, Calvin Ridley. Yeah. You potentially have five top 10 or 12 mm-hmm. dynasty wide receivers. If Calvin Ridley is back. That, yeah. You have, or four, if you, you have four top 12. Yeah. Probably four top ten. Four top twelve for sure. Four top ten in my ranks. Yes. I know. I'm trying. Um, DK's the one that I'm questioning. DK's at ten for me. DK's uh, at ten. T Higgins is at nine for me. So they're both nine ten. T um, Higgins is at nine. But yeah, no, I love I love my receivers. But yeah, I mean Calvin Ridley, like if he's back, it's questionable top twelve. Like he's twenty seven. Like who knows? Yeah. But, but you know, depend on the team and yeah. He's so good. No, I I mean I I get why you did it. I do. Yeah. But yeah, that that is the uh, that is the only trade this week because uh, nobody else likes to make trades because um, nope. you're all lame. Um, yeah, let's get out there, guys. How about you make some trades because they're really fun. They get conversation going. We get to talk about them. Yeah, could either give you shit or just you know commend you on your great mm-hmm. deal. But I, I remember trying last year, like in this uh, period of time during the year, and I just got so many like I'm going to wait till closer to the draft. Yeah. <laughs> Only response I get. I'm like, okay. Got to see what happens at the free agency. Yeah. Oh, these next two months are going to be super fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, February like, and March, I'll just sit on my This thumb. is when you can find the best deals. Yeah. Yes. Take 100%. advantage of unclear opportunities mm-hmm. or like unclear situations. Yeah. Obviously, you can get burned. Mm-hmm. But what's the fun in like having certainty? There, yeah. There's nothing. 
Nope. This is... We talked about it last episode. It's the most fun time probably for fantasy football is the offseason leading up to the draft. Well, the offseason is so much better than the regular season. Uh, it so is. So much better. It, it is. I, I know. I'm fully on board yes. with that. <laughs> because you're never proven wrong. No. You just you're never proven wrong. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, dude, tell me otherwise. Show me otherwise. <laughs> Gabe Davis, top 24. Why not? <laughs> I, I can't prove you wrong definitively for a while. So, um, I'm right for the next seven months. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, make some trades. We want to talk about them. Let's go. Um, and, and, you stop know, sending bogus-ass trades that I have to decline within two seconds. You know who you are. He's not talking about you, Jess. No, no, it's not. It, <laughs> legitimately, Jesse, it's not you. There's someone else I'm much more mad at. We took a after after I mentioned my trade, we took a break because I had ordered pizza and I had to go run and get that. <laughs> um, and then when we were off uh, the podcast, we were talking, and he doesn't mean you, Jess. He doesn't mean I you. do not mean you, Jess. I talked to Langer about it. We'll get into it. It's not you. Yeah, love you, Jess. Um, so love let's you. get let's get into the uh, championship round breakdown. Uh, looking at the Bengals and Chiefs. Uh, let's go Bengals. Joe Burrow is a god. He looks great under pressure. God. He just stayed calm on that last drive and was just picking apart the defense, getting down the field. Joe Mixon was obviously really good on that drive too, but it's like finally Joe Mixon comes in. <laughs> like, yeah, where where does Joe Burrow rank for you in quarterback ranks? So I I, I did him today. Nice Perfect. and updated. yeah, updated. Didn't move anything. I did move. I, I hadn't done this yet. I did move Josh Allen over Patrick Mahomes in fantasy. You have the right. Yes, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick, like, but Josh Allen's rushing ability in fantasy. I'm sorry, you yeah. have to have him number one. Patrick Mahomes too. Uh, oh, man, I don't know how you're going to think about this again because of the rushing ability. I might have to have Kyler there still. Okay. I know you're, he's he. I've never seen more squinty eyes, <laughs> and I do still have Herbert, but I have Joe Burrow at five. Nice. I do have Joe, but he didn't move. Mm-hmm. He was at five the last time I did these. I I went into the QB rankings like I'm going to move Joe Burrow up, and I just like couldn't do it because yeah, I get it. Kyler's rushing ability is the only reason he's up there, mm-hmm. and then Justin Herbert, dude. I'm sorry, like some of the throws that Justin Herbert makes are just fucking insane. Oh yeah, no, Justin Herbert's like, my three. So if you argued Kyler, Justin, and Joe Burrow, I uh, rank either three of those the way that you want to. That's yeah. fine. I don't they care. are my three, four, five. Just in oh, so the like same with me. Opposite but, or no, Herbert's my three, Burrow's my four, Kyler. I know. I want to move Kyler down, but like. I, I know I really want to. Do it, do it right now. <laughs> yeah, okay, I really want to. <laughs> Kyler's going under Joe Burrow. That a boy. Yeah, uh, all right. Uh, between me and you, he is our consensus QB4. Planex, you don't get any input because you're not on this episode. Dude, I do not know how to work Excel. <sighs> I'll do it for you later. Um, I, did, I copied Lamar Jackson. I don't know what oh I'm doing. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was, he started the game on fire, but then he, I, th- I think, correct me if I'm wrong, or somebody else correct me if I'm wrong, but I saw he threw for 30 yards in the second half. Whoa. I'm probably wrong, but it, maybe it was just the fourth quarter or something like that, but it was, I saw some ridiculous stat. Um, that deserves a Google search mid-pod. Yeah. Um, 
But, yeah, I mean, like, he, he was looking incredible to start the game. I thought the Chiefs were going to blow the Bengals out. But, no. Joe Burrow had Joe Burrow is the savior. something else in mind. But I do want to say, I think I said, I before the playoffs started, I picked the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl. You did. And it wasn't because I thought that they were better than the Bills and Chiefs, like, on the roster. I was just like, this team is just, they're, they closed the end of the year. By beating the Chiefs, actually, towards the end of the year. They were on fire. And I'm like, they got hot at the right time. Mm -hmm. And Joe Burrow just is, God, he's everything that you want. This proves that if you're a franchise looking to rebuild to become a championship team, you have to have a QB like that. Like, I think we're we're done with the days of the Matt, uh, what, Rex Grossman's, (laughs) <laughs> Unless you have a defense like that Bears team. Um, I just, Joe Burrow's the savior, and he's freaking amazing, and he doesn't even need an O-line out there to do good. Nah, no. Nope. And I just last point I just want to make. Yep. Um, Ryan, thanks for uh, thanks for T against, buddy. Yep, yep. T Thanks for trading him at the worst possible time for you, best possible time for me. Ten targets, six catches, 103 yards. Uh, as I mentioned, he's my dynasty wide receiver, nine He's just an absolute monster. He's like 22 years old. He's he's like 6'4", 225. Makes insane catches. Yeah. Had like 16 yards per catch this year. Like he's – oh, God, I love I love T. Higgins. Um, um, and then the last guy I want to talk about here, uh, CEH. He was once again outplayed by Jarek McKinnon. Who looked amazing. Nearly 30-year-old Jarek McKinnon outplayed the former first-round pick – um, every game CEH plays, he moves down my dynasty rankings. He's getting outplayed by everybody. Jerick McKinnon, Daryl Williams, they both look better than him. Damian Williams looked way better than him in this offense when they had him. Like, if he can't beat out McKinnon and Daryl Williams, these two jokes of running backs, yeah. even if they leave in free agency, whatever random running back they take off the street will beat CEH out for the job. Yeah. He is not a good running back. No. Like, they just need to cut their losses and just, like, stop giving him work. He's not the answer. Like, mm. I know you messed up that first-round pick. Yeah, they fucked up. He's done. He's gone. I'm so out on him in Dynasty. Oh, God, no. Oh, my oh, God. Yes, yes. I mean, I'm not, I meant no. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I am not, tra- I am not oh looking to trade for him. Nothing. I, I don't know if I've ever seen an asset tank this badly from where they started off. Like, he... Around the time that the 2020 season rolled around, he was getting drafted as, like, the RB4 overall or something yeah. in Dynasty. Oh, I know. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God. He, like He's down into, like, my 30s now. Like, I want nothing to do with him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing. But Nope. He's not doing anything for you. He is... Even if he gets the... Um, even if he gets the starting work, he's not doing anything with it. And then you give the starting work to the backups. And they do uh, way more. Damian Williams and, Damian Williams and Jarek McKinnon. Yeah, D- and Daryl. Daryl Williams. God, I'm never going to get that right. That's all right. Um, they're destroying him. No. They're absolutely destroying him in production. He And he doesn't look good. He also doesn't look good on the field. Like, no. watching a... Jarek McKinnon looks explosive. No. He's nailing guys with his pads. Like, ugh, I just... 
we're still all stuck on that one run play his rookie year where he oh, dead legged the defender. <laughs> where he dead legged, where he went for like a hundred yards and a touchdown. I was like, this is the greatest running back that's ever lived. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Just to go back, so it was he had a hundred and eighty. He had eighty three yards in the second half. in the second okay. half. So it must be thirty in the fourth quarter. Okay, okay. three points in seven drives, Ugh. and his this is hilarious. His QBR by half. First half, 98. Mm-hmm. Great QBR. Yep. Second half in OT, 1.4. Oh, QBR. Oh, God. And it was this, It looks like it was the same in the division. No, not the divisional. Uh, the Steelers. He was but he was in the divisional round. Yeah, and he was killing the Steelers. Actually, it was just, yeah. yeah. It was, but like, yeah, he, I don't know what happened to the Chiefs. I don't. Well, if you listen to other analysts, they'll say like they were running the ball on the Bengals and it was really working, and then in the second half they abandoned the run mm-hmm. for some weird, and then they stopped scoring. Let's move on to Rams 49ers here. Um, Jimmy G likely played his last game as a 49er. So last week I thought that there was like a decent chance that he would retain the jaw or like like not i wouldn't i didn't say it was over 50 percent. like i still thought he would lose the job but i thought it was like 40 percent that he was like back and had a chance to be the starter as long as he didn't do something stupid not but he absolutely like those last two drives like he didn't i don't think they gained like any yards and he threw a back-breaking interception and it's like yeah. i think he just like put the final nail in the coffin there like i think he'll probably move on now um all you Trey Lance shareholders, congratulations. Um, Do you um, put any stock into the narrative right now that, like, Shanahan did not want Lance? Yeah, and he yeah I said that last Lance. week. I still think that he might not have wanted Lance. So, like, like, but now at this point, I don't think there's anything you can do about it. No. He's got to go. I mean, he's got to try. If Jimmy G would have come out and played better or gotten them to the Super Bowl or, like, won them the Super Bowl... Yeah, I think that that narrative would hold like a lot more water because he could actually just keep going forward. With Jimmy G, and be like, I'm not going to get rid of him. He just won us the damn Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't care how many first round picks I spent to get Trey Lance. Jimmy G just won us the Super Bowl. I know, and I think we, I, you're right. We did talk about this. It would have taken a win of the Super Bowl to get. You and Lennox thought that. I even thought that there was like a decent chance as long as he didn't fuck it up that he would be back. But so like, even if he, they lost, but he played well, yeah. Got, yeah, yeah, like if okay. they just got like in like a shootout or something, if they yeah. ended up losing. But Jimmy G played lights out. But that did not. I guess I did know how strongly. I mean, it. I don't know yet if. I don't know if either any of us know if it's rumors or what that Shanahan didn't want Lance. I guess I really didn't know the extent. It's all just of, rumors. Okay, and I'm just buying in. No, I I get it. I mean, there's truth to all rumors. Um, but yeah, no, Jimmy G really fucked that up. Uh-huh. I'm happy. Uh, Thingvold, I I actually don't think he listens to this. There's no way. No, but uh, he's busy with his stocks and whatever. But he tweeted at me after the Bengals, and we both agree. Like, this Super Bowl matchup is going to be tough because I just want to be right about the Bengals. Like, I, and who can't cheer for the Bengals? I really think Stafford needs a Super Bowl win here. I really want Stafford to win a Super Bowl. That would be awesome. That would be great for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I am cheering for the Bengals, but I would love to see Stafford win it. Cheering for the Bengals. Um, did you see the graphic for the Super Bowl? It was Joe Burrow and then Odell Beckham Jr. 
<laughs> on the other side, on the other side, and it, and everyone is just like, why would it not be Cobb? Well, that's that's what <laughs> like, I said to you guys after they won that game. Like all the big accounts, like Bleacher Report, like NFL, uh, ESPN, they were like, OBJ is headed to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I love OBJ. Like obviously, I haven't yeah. been in both leagues. Like I've been supporting him for ever. Yeah, but it's like. I'm not blind to the fact no. that he's, like, not the best receiver on that team. No. <laughs> like, no, it's Cooper Cup by a mile. <laughs> but it's just funny because, yeah. yeah, like, OBJ, like, I, I bet people, like, I bet if you just pulled random fans, I bet way more would know about o- Odell Beckham Jr. than Cooper Cup. Cooper, oh, uh, yes. Like, 100%. That's just a name that even, you don't even have to be an NFL fan yeah. to know OBJ. Yeah, and uh, I mean they both dominated in this game. Cooper Cup just kept being unstoppable. Eleven for one forty-two and two. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And then Odell He's nine still, for one thirteen. So I mean, awesome. great, yeah, it was his first hundred-yard game since week six of twenty nineteen. Jeez, yeah. I'm cl- really glad you remembered that because I was yeah. going to. No, I remember it. But no, I was keeping track. Damn. Yeah. Do you wanna? Is this time to bring up the – this might be a next week question. Okay. The Cam Akers stat that you texted us about? Or should we wait We can that? talk about it. I mean, so Ian Harditz, uh, I think he's a fan, uh, uh, is it pro pros? football focus. Or PFF? is it pro- I PFF? PFF? I think it's PFF. Um, but he yeah, does he, good work. He, oh, I, I love him. He yeah. tweeted out that Cam Akers, among running backs with 50-plus carries, Cam Akers has the lowest yards per attempt and the lowest PFF grade. So With 50-plus – Carries. Yeah, fifty plus years. So he's like he's not doing well, obviously, and like that could come down. Uh, I'm gonna give him a pass because it comes down to he just got back from an Achilles injury. He's played the Bucks and the 49ers, who have great run defenses. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I'll give him the pass, but it's just something to note. Like he's not out there destroying people. Like Twitter <laughs> makes it seem like he's yeah really strong. <laughs> he has yeah. four fumbles in the last two games. Only two lost, but it's been bad. He almost lost the Bucks game for him because of that. Yeah, it's like not all sunshine and rainbows here with Cam Akers. Like he has not looked good. I texted <laughs> you guys that I'm like I'm seeing this hype on Twitter. I'm like, am I missing something? Like between rushing and receiving, he had 80 some yards. Okay, that's awesome for your first game back. But it's sound like he's like the Twitter hype was going way too far. Oh, yeah. Way well, too that's far. That's because going into the year, everybody loved Cam Akers. Yeah, like, trying to one-up each other on how high they could push him. <laughs> and now they're just back to do that. I'm the highest on Cam Akers. Yeah. yeah, he's like back to top 10 dynasty running back. And it's like, holy shit. Call, slow it, it down. I know, there's just <laughs> players like that that'll never fall off that, yeah. that bandwagon. Yep. Um, all right, guys. Let's get in to the quarterback and tight end risers and fallers from this past season. Let's go, meat and potatoes. Oh, meat and potatoes. Um, Burbs, why don't you give us uh, your first quarterback riser? First quarterback riser. Um, This is not going to come to a surprise for anyone on this podcast that's been listening. And I know Langer's going to back me up on this, but it is our friend Jalen Hurts. Uh, He started out in my offseason rankings as QB... I want. I think it just said Rankins. Uh, QB third. I know. I know. If you listen to the Dynasty Nerds, you know. QB thirteen. Um, or I think QB fifteen. He's now my QB eleven. Um, and he just had. He just showed exactly what he is capable as. Um, capable of as a fantasy QB, which is. 
his rushing ability gives him so much potential um, in fantasy. And he, he did a lot better as a passer. He did only have, what, four games at the end of the year last year? But his rushing ability is elite. He is a 23-year-old. I, I was like, oh, my God, how many of you? I forgot you're drinking on a. He's, we're, we're going mug night here, folks. We got an onion mug here. Langer's got to fill it. Um, but PPR QB9. It's just when we had people talking about this is not the dude. He was catching a lot of passes. He was. What'd you say? <laughs> Nothing. I said he was catching a lot of passes. Did I say that? I said PPR QB9. Doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. QB9, uh, STD, and PPR. Um, 265 completions for just over 3,000 yards. Uh, 16 touchdowns to 9 interceptions ratio. Not that good, but we've kind of gone over that with comparing Jalen Hurts to people. Uh, but his rushing ability is really what gives him the upside. And he, yeah, like I said, he was QB. I think, like, I'm trying to remember because I don't keep it like you do where you keep your preseason and postseason ranking. He was 14 or 15 for me. He's up at 11 right behind Dak Prescott. And if he signs a uh, new contract... I could see moving him above, oh, God, no, probably no one, but still. Oh, God, he he can't sign a contract this offseason, but if he, like, plays well and signs a new contract next offseason. Would you go above Dak, though? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I think his upside is so much. If he if he locks in that long-term security, I don't I don't care how he plays. He'll be great for fantasy. Yeah, yeah. He'll be, no, he'll be like, right. he'll be six or seven. Okay, yeah. Pending okay. how the next year goes. But, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, if he gets that locked-in contract, yeah. There's no questions I have then. I don't okay. care. <laughs> yeah. People can think he sucks at quarterback. Apparently the Eagles wouldn't, or whoever signs him wouldn't. Yeah. In fantasy, he definitely would not suck. So, yeah. <laughs> and and, and, the, and there's – I would – he's not going anywhere next year. They are not getting a different I, QB. I don't think so. It, it wouldn't be – it wouldn't be a logical move for where the Eagles organization is right now. To like fully start restart with a new QB, you build the rest of the team around the QB you have. Then, if he really doesn't pan out and he's not the guy, once you have the rest of the team built, you go get that rookie QB. It's it's the formula that's been shown to win a lot of Super Bowls. QB on a rookie contract with a really strong team around him. Yeah, but he's my one riser. Um, I love it, but I don't think that's a shock to anyone. I love it. <laughs> Obviously, it's not a shock for me either because I love Jalen Hurts. Uh, yeah. If he does get replaced, I'll have lost three of my four quarterbacks uh, <laughs> in school. So, fingers crossed. Two to retirement and one replacement. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, so my uh, top quarterback riser is uh, Justin Herbert. So we've already talked about him. But he's only 23 years old, finishes the QB2 overall this season, uh, and he's closer to QB1 than QB4 for me. I love Justin Herbert. Like, I, he's just so much fun to watch. He's just super athletic. He can chuck it all over the field. He can run when he needs to, as evidenced by his uh, Week 11 game versus Steelers when he went 9 for 90 on the ground. Like, he can run. He's just so good at throwing the football, he doesn't even need to bother with it. Like, yeah. And... I feel like this is kind of just like going on the radar, but I love that he has Brandon Staley as, as his head coach because he will go for it on like every fourth down almost, 
And that will almost certainly lead to more offensive plays than any other team, more points, or more chances to score points than any other team. Because it's like if it's fourth down and they're going to punt it, Herbert won't be on the field anyway. If it's fourth down, they go for it. At least he has the chance to get extra yards, points, keep yeah. the drive alive. I think he'll I, – I just love that he's with Brandon Staley in that offense. I think that they will – they'll either resign Mike Williams or they'll do something to add another wide receiver talent there. Um and I, I mean, you I, I hope love so. this guy. I, you know, oh, I know. Like, it's why I still have him above Joe Burrow. Like, oh, yeah. He's QB3 in my dynasty ranks, and I am, I will never, I have him in tight end premium, and I will, he will never leave my team. <laughs> I'm sure Jody feels the same way in Skull, and he will absolutely never leave my team. You probably could, you could get enough for a guy like Justin Herbert. God, no. And I love what you like in college. He was a great rusher. He got a lot of at least a lot of rushing touchdowns. Because he's, Wisconsin that game, that was fun. Yeah, he. I mean, he's Rose Bowl. Yeah, Adam, you remember? Was it just <laughs> Adam? You. We were watching that together. I think. Yeah, we were at your house. That was our quarterback draft night. When we oh yeah, okay, I remember that. Um, but like even outside of that, he had shown flashes of rushing ability in the in the red zone at least or the ten zone. Well, he's always been athletic. Like, he, yeah. He he just doesn't really run that often. Like I think he had like something around three hundred yards or so this year, but mm-hmm. whatever. Like, yeah. He throws for he threw for over five thousand yards this year, so it's like yeah. yeah. I, I don't care as long as you're adding like something with your legs, you'll be a cheat code. And it's, yeah, I know he's amazing. And the AFC has Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, and Burrow, Bro. and we're not even mentioning Lamar in that. Yeah, in that name, like yeah, Lamar is. <laughs> Mason Baker, Baker. <laughs> but I mean these guys are doing so well they're making Lamar be named fifth in that list where Lamar was the league MVP two years ago mm-hmm. but we got these young I just I'm 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 so excited for the upcoming these young QBs coming up awesome. and, but I yeah I love it I love it I love it all right give us your next riser do you have another quarterback riser? I do. Okay, yeah. Good. Uh, so I do remember where I had this guy preseason. He was QB9. Um, he is now my QB4. And it, it, it's not going to be. That's a big jump. It is. It's a big it's, jump way up the rank. It's not going to be very exciting, though, because we've literally just talked about him. It's Joe Burrow. Um, He's one of my risers, too, so I'm going to cross him out. <laughs> it just, you know, I think a lot of people had him, like, still as a top 10. I had him as a top 10 QB. He's but, my QB8. I didn't know what the Bengals were going to do. I didn't know how his knee was going to heal. I thought the old line was going to be detrimental. I remember after the Vikings lost that game to the Bengals week one, I was talking to my dad and my bumpa and my uncles, and I was like, I can't believe this. We lost, and the Bengals are one of the worst teams in the NFL. This is ridiculous. I couldn't be happier to be wrong because like, now I look at that loss, I'm like, who cares? We yeah. lost to the Super Bowl go- Contending Bengals, yeah. like that's fine, um, but Joey B has just shown uh, immense poise as the starter. Uh, he's a leader. How could you not love the guy? And he, I don't. He makes just as many money throws under pressure as Justin Herbert does. I think Justin Herbert has a lot more throws where he is like threading the thinnest. Thread into the that is the dumbest thing I've ever said. Threading the needle more than Joe Burrow. <laughs> I do that. You've said a lot of dumb things. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> That's true. But Joe Burrow is just so good, 
and he's got this young offense around him, a young head coach. All they can do now, finally, is build that O-line. If they can get him four to five seconds behind that O-line, holy crap, this offense is going to be freaking good. So, yeah, he. I had questions about him going into this year. I have zero questions anymore about Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I hope no, my brother feels good, even though he traded him. He's gotten mad at me recently because I told him to take Joe Burrow in that rookie draft instead of Jonathan Taylor. Definitely rather have John, Joe Burrow oh. in the dynasty league than oh. Jonathan Taylor. Absolutely. In a Superflex yeah. league? Yeah. No, yeah. no questions. But my brother doesn't have him anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, he doesn't have either of them. Um, but yeah, I mean, Joe Burrow went absolutely nuclear to close out the season. So, I mean, that could be, like, altering our view of him. But, like, I just I just love him. Like, he yeah. might not have – he definitely probably doesn't have the higher upside, uh, like, guys like Kyler Murray and Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson just because he doesn't, he doesn't run. Like, he just – Yeah, runs. yeah, exactly. But I love the offense he's in. I love the weapons he's tied to with T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. And basically, I just, like, don't care. Yeah. Aside from that. I, I no. love him as a guy. Like, I think he's so cool. Yeah. Like, um, and like, and, and he's got guys like Higgins and Jamar Chase. Yeah. Like, they, those dudes get open constantly, and you see it time and time again. Joe Burrow finds them. There was a play against, I think it was the Chiefs, or who did they play the game before? Uh, Titans. The Titans, where, oh yeah, right at the end of the game, like T. Higgins right on the sideline. Joe Burrow threw it exactly where Tekins could catch it while staying in bounds and where the defender couldn't get it. It was it was a such a beautiful throw. And you don't just make those throws randomly. Yeah. Um I'll go over my last quarterback riser here yeah. quick. Um we kind of already talked about him, but Mac Jones, uh he was my QB twenty one to start the year. Now he's my QB sixteen. So he rose five spots. Um he finished with the QB eighteen overall this year. Uh, quarterback 29 in points per game, so that's pretty atrocious, actually. Um, but he showed me that he can play at this level. Yep. Like, I don't have any questions about that he'll be a starting quarterback for, like, the foreseeable future. So, yeah. while I do think his upside is capped, I think he'll just be a, you know, solid quarterback, too. Yeah, yeah. And I think that their weapons will get better. Like, they can't mm-hmm. be worse than Kendrick Bourne and Jacoby Myers. No. Like, I I Hunter like Max Jones for and what Johnny he is. Smith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to act like he can be, like, a top... 10 top 5 quarterbacks. I just don't think that's in his range of outcomes, but yeah. Like, I'd love to have him as my QB, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Love Mac Jones. Alright, let's 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 move on to some quarterback fallers here. Burbs, give me your first faller. First faller, uh, and I think this would be for everyone in the fantasy football community, it is Ryan Tannehill. Mm. Ryan Tannehill met... Zero expectations for anyone coming into the 2021 football season. Uh, He had an outstanding year um, in 2020. And I should have, I just want to pull up his stats really quick. So sorry. Just want to remind myself. Um, He was, uh, this is what I want to remind myself of. He was almost 100 fantasy points less overall, 2020 versus 2021. And he had one more game. And you haven't, yeah, and he played that extra game. Um, now, he did only drop from QB8 to QB12, but he, and only 100 less yards, he had 12 less touchdowns thrown. It, uh, in 2020, he was 33 to 7 touchdown interception ratio to 21 to 14. So he was 12 touchdowns less doubled his interceptions and i i 
Trust me. It, it, here's the crazy thing, actually, before I get into like the explanation. He had seven rushing touchdowns last year and this year. Yeah. That's kind of crazy because that's not very like well-known for QBs. He didn't have the same offense. I get it. Like, Derrick Henry wasn't there for half the year. A.J. Brown was injured. Julio was one of the worst second-round pick trades I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> but I think we, you know, we put Ryan Tannehill on this pedestal. Like, he got Adam Gaste. I, I've said this time and time again. And this is the real Ryan Tannehill. And now I don't know what the real Ryan Tannehill is. Is it the thirty-three and seven, or is it the twenty-one and fourteen touchdown interception? Yeah. Because yards were the same. Um, he actually had fifty more pass attempts this year than last year. No. Um, Forty more completions, but the yards were exactly the same. He didn't do as well, and he's going into his age thirty-four season, and it's just not a fantasy asset. Last year, I would have said. I would have like Ryan Tannehill and Stafford probably preseason, like in the same rankings. Couldn't be further apart at this point. <laughs> like Stafford showing totally what fair. we've always believed in Tannehill. Uh, I think a part of this too is I drafted Tannehill in our Stillwater League in the eleventh round, and then I was the I was the first pick in the draft, so I snaked it. Yep. I went Tannehill Trey Lance. Oh God! With the eleventh, I think it was the end of the tenth, beginning of eleventh. Um, so really scorned by that too. So, God. but he definitely uh, he is my QB twenty two. Okay, QB twenty two, right around Derek Carr. Yep, like Tannehill and Derek Carr. Fair, I, you know, pretty much interchangeable for me at Fair. this point. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, he fell from sixteen in the preseason to twenty one for me, mm-hmm. but that will change because I had Tom Brady at nineteen, so he'll be my QB twenty, I guess. Um, <clears throat> but no, I, I mean, I agree with everything you said because yeah, twenty twenty was an amazing year for him. He yeah. was, he went off. He was so good. Um, I really liked him. Uh, the reason he was even at 16 in the preseason for me was just because of his age. Like, he was yeah. he was really good for fantasy purposes. But, yeah, I mean, then he comes out and has a pretty garbage year. Now he's yeah. going to be 34, so it's like, yeah, totally get it. And that, I, playoff, I that playoff performance against oh, the Bengals. Leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Awful. I agree. Um, so my first faller, and this guy isn't necessarily even just because of performance. It's more just because... There was just guys that just jumped him in my ranks. And that's Kyler Murray. And we talked about him earlier. But he was my QB2. Oh. He was my QB2 going into the year. He's now my QB5. So Lennox it's not is like going to be pissed that he's not here. To def- no. But Lennox is going to be pissed that he's not here he to defend He couldn't even that. argue this. He could argue him versus Joe Burrow, but I would not even listen if he argued for Kyler Murray over Justin Herbert. No, I would I, I, not listen. I get it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, Kyler missed three games this year with an ankle injury. He's a tiny little... Very puny quarterback who runs a lot, so he'll probably get hurt more often. Um, he finishes QB 10 overall, but QB 4 in points per game, so that's really good, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And he played two less games this year than he had last season, but he only had half of the rushing yards that he had in 2020, so he just wasn't running as often. Um, that could be due to the ankle injury, but to debunk that, I will say he rushed more after the ankle injury than he did before he had the ankle injury, so I'd not going to hear any of that. Um, and, like, I don't know if it'll continue or not, but if his if his rushing goes down, I just don't think he'll continue to be an elite top-of-the-line option at quarterback. Like, I like he's a good passer, but I just don't think 
he can compete with guys like Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow from an actual just pure thrower standpoint. Um, so yeah, like honestly, my feelings about him haven't really changed all that much. But I would just rather have you know Josh Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, Burrow than him in Dynasty. And like the mm-hmm. only one that I even think is maybe a hot take is Joe Burrow. Yeah, I think most people would have the other three ahead of him. Yeah, it's not like I dropped him like QB ten. Like if I no, dropped him there, no. people could really take some you know issue with this. No, I get it. I the thing that shocked me the most this year, I think, was I thought Kyler was in a different league of you know other rushing quarterbacks like Lamar because he was a way better passer. I still do think Kyler's a better passer. Yeah, oh, but yeah. it was it was so obvious once D Hop was not a part of that offense that Kyler didn't know what to do throwing the ball. It was really bad. Yeah. Um, and like and his, a lot of his issues can be tied back to Hopkins too. It can be like you can blame yeah. it on that. You can be like, well, he didn't have DeAndre Hopkins. And it's like, okay, sure. I can't prove. Okay, it but sure. Wrong, but, if have, but if you have Kyler this high in your dynasty rankings, like he should be performing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I agree. I in this pod, I moved him below. Yeah, QB5. Uh, he's QB five now. Woo. So yep, consensus QB five. So you'd rather have? So he's your. He's my QB five. QB5 below Herbert, Burrow, Allen, Mahomes. Mahomes. Allen, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Yep. yep. That's fine. Yep. Numbers guy. Give us your second follower. This might be a lengthy argument here. Oh, God. I know. I bet I have And it's not matches. like it. I just want to preface this. It is not that I'm saying that he is going to be bad the rest of his career. Yeah. And I didn't drop him that. I'm going to. He is now my QB 14. I had him as... That we might argue about. I had him as my QB 10. (sighs) Russell Wilson. We dropped him the same number of spots. How'd you know who it was? Because you said we'd argue. No, you said we'd argue about it. And I thought about who I have in Dynasty. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. Well, I have Russell Wilson. Wow, that was a really... That that was a really... You do? Yeah. Damn, I thought we were going to argue about it. Oh. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with this because like, I know people go, oh, he, missed, he missed three games. Okay, he missed three games in a 17-game season. So compared to the rest of his seasons, he was two games less. He still had 158 less pass attempts. Um, over 100 less completions. 1,100 less yards. And... He had 25 passing TDs in 14 games. If you say he gets two each, okay, 29. The last few seasons, he's had 40, 31, 35, 34. He only had six picks, which is great. That's pretty much what he's been doing. Um, But outside of that injury, he just – the Seahawks offense didn't look the same, the passing offense – he didn't look the same. Yes, coming off of the hand injury, I get it. But, you know, I think we're – we might be past this time of Russell Wilson as a top six fantasy QB, top eight fantasy QB. Like, I the one I struggle in my rankings, flipping him back and forth with, is Trevor Lawrence right now. Uh, I have – I'm pretty sure I have Lawrence ahead of him. I know how yeah. bad Lawrence did. I get I it. I have Lawrence at 8, but Russell Wilson at 11. Russell Wilson's also going into his 34-year-old yeah. season. Yeah. And if you just take the 14-game sample, which is a great sample, 
and extrapolate that to 16 games, it's it's not a good season for him compared to the previous three to four years. Yeah. Um, it could be a bounce back, but he fell in my rankings yeah. after after this year. Yeah, and I I don't blame you. Um, yeah, he started the year really pretty good, and then obviously he had that mallet finger injury that knocked him out a few games. And then the way I'm going to spin it in a positive way is I'm guessing he came back probably too early, and then he was really bad for the next like five or six games, and then yeah. absolutely lit it on fire for the last two or three. He did. Um, so, I mean, he closed the season strong. Um, I would still bet that he'll be a quarterback one next season. I would be shocked if he's outside the top 12. I mean, with injury. that offense, like you, if you still have Lockett and Metcalf, yeah, probably. And it all comes down to pass attempts. Like, they threw a staggeringly low amount of pass attempts mm-hmm. um, in his 14 starts. Um, I don't have the numbers as to how he, low it was. He but personally had 400. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. He had 400. And I guess the only other – there were no starters that played 14-plus games that had less than that. Um yeah, the only guy that that even played 13 games that had less than that was Zach Wilson. He had 383, so he would have probably passed 400 if he played one more game. So it's like, yeah, like he, he threw a staggeringly low amount of times. He still had his very good touchdown percentage that he's had throughout his whole career, around 6.5%. So, I mean, I don't think his peripherals have changed all that much. Um, I think it's easy to just put this on the injury and then see what happens next year. But, yeah, regardless, he's aging. He's... 34 years old, like you mentioned. Um, yeah, I mean, like, he has to fall down the ranks a little bit with all these young quarterbacks that we got coming in. So, I agree. Um, I agree with the overall premise. But, yes, he's my QB 11. From just, He was my yeah. QB 7 going into the year, so that's the fall. Yeah. I, I, just, I was just looking. Um, no, I don't even want to start this. Okay. Okay. No, <laughs> Do you no, not I don't. Start it? I, I really don't want to start it because, like, I, I don't actually believe it's just funny. Like, Jalen Hurts had a, uh, five more completions, a little same amount of yards. The TD to interception ratio is obviously there, yeah. but Jalen Hurts has got the rushing ability. He did have 32 more passing attempts, uh-huh. but like, in terms of completions and yards, Russell Wilson and Jalen Hurts were pretty similar this yeah, last that's, year. That's fine. So that's fine. It's the TDs though that yeah. Russell Wilson obviously wins at. Yeah. Um, so my next quarterback faller I have is uh, Dak Prescott. So another one. Oh, of my guys I, that I, I knew this was coming. Um, he was my quarterback four going into the season. He's now my quarterback seven. So again, it's not like a massive fall for me. No. But I was just like really bummed out by Dak Prescott because I traded a just a haul for him before the season started. I just, like, wasn't that impressed. Like, I was probably expecting too much, honestly. But, like, what I, what I got was just very inconsistent when I thought I had a quarterback that I could just, you know, rely on for the entire season and, you know, ride to the playoffs and everything like that. But in his most, like, important games, he was just putting up absolute duds. Like, uh, down the stretch in weeks, let's see here. What do we got? Um... Let's see, where am I looking? Okay, yeah, so like in weeks like 11, two points. Week 12, the 29 points, that's good. This is all in tight end premium, so it's six points for passing touchdowns. Week 13, 13 points. Week 14, 12 points. Week 15, 12 points. And that's just a killer. I mean, those are two playoff weeks. You go 12 points in back-to-back that was games. A, that was a Como golf course game where he was 
by the time we were on, like, remember that day where Thielen got the touchdown on the very last hole? Oh, total? yeah. It was yeah, Vikings yeah. versus Baltimore. Yeah. And Prescott had, like, a fantasy point on hole 14. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. 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 No, it's, I mean, it's it's not great. Sorry, like, that was he, random. Yeah, he, he was just, like, very inconsistent. And he's another guy that, yeah, he went off down the stretch. Like, in his last three games, he threw for 12 touchdowns combined. So it's like... Yeah, that's pretty good. And he went for 40 points, 29 points, 42 points. So it's like, yeah, like I'm still in on Dak. Like I know he has that elite upside, but I was just – this is probably just because I'm annoyed with him. And I was like, come on, man. Like I gave up so much. Like I give you so much respect for admitting that. on the Because what? That it's most likely because you're annoyed with him. Because I still think Dak Prescott is an elite QB. I really do. I'm not disagreeing that, like, there were probably weeks weeks as a fantasy owner that you were like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh-huh. Like, where are you right now? Um, I just I, I just give you props. Yeah. I, I give you respect. Yeah. And, I mean, this is just, like, sort of what happened with Kyler in my ranks. Like, he just had guys jump him. Like, yeah. like Burrow came out of nowhere and um, whatever. Like, I'm sure I had Herbert. I might have had Herbert lower I still, than I have done. I have – oh, my God. What's wrong with me today? I have Dak at eight. Yeah, okay. so yeah, QB seven for me, QB eight for you. So it's like, yeah, like I still am happy to have Dak, but yeah, I probably just like set my expectations too high and then got upset. So whatever. But still, you, I mean, where you're, what you're trading for Dak, where you're drafting Dak, yeah, having weeks of twelve and thirteen points, it, it kind of be, it kind of gets in the realm of unacceptable. Oh, it's you, extremely unacceptable. Yeah. No, yeah. I was I was thoroughly annoyed by that, but. Yeah, all right. Give us. Do you have another quarterback faller or some? I have. Oh, um, that was, he was my last faller. So if you have multiple fallers, just have, rip them off. I have. I'm gonna go quick. Okay. I have three more. Oh, one of them is like from Adri. Okay, my my beautiful beautiful sweet girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, she thought it was hilarious, and she wanted me to say that Tom Brady is oh, a yeah. is a QB faller. <laughs> And I give you credit, Adri. That was a really good one that's, because that's, that's a really good joke. There's honestly, Langer. Can you have? Do you have a QB that fell more spots than Tom Brady? Big Ben. I really no, probably not. Just, I, no, actually, I wouldn't because Tom Brady was way higher. Okay, Big I was going to say I really wish you'd have just given her that one. <laughs> <laughs> Adri, you can have it. Congratulations. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, Tom Brady was higher, and he's yeah. as low as Big yeah. Ben. Yeah, they're, right? they're equal now. Uh, he's I deleted him off my Excel spreadsheet yeah. Yeah. that I put minimal work into. Yeah. Good job, Adrian. So Adrian wanted to say Tom Brady, and yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, I I do want to say so after the Shefty report, Stin offered me Chad's twenty twenty two fourth for Tom Brady, and I was worried. That it was a fake report, so I didn't do it. I should have just freaking done it. <laughs> but it, well, that's like, point, but it's like that's like the I don't even. It wouldn't have even matter. I would have cut that dude anyway. Yeah, I would almost rather just like hold on to Brady for the hope that he's like gets really bored in the yeah. next couple months. And it's like, well, I declined it like immediately. Yeah. But. yeah. <laughs> um, my two others. I'll, I'll I'll start with Tua. Um, he didn't even fall that far. You just he, wanted hate on him. I couldn't. Be more out on a QB. Like, he, <laughs> even if you, he was uh, 13.2 points per game, I believe. Um, he had, in a four point passing TD scoring format, 
two weeks he missed. I'll say that he missed three weeks. Went out four. He missed four weeks. Um, he went over 20 points twice against Jacksonville in Atlanta. That's and that was it. Um, his Those were like back-to-back weeks, too. Back-to-back they? weeks. Yeah, yeah. So he had back-to-back like crazy weeks against the two worst pass defenses in the league. Uh, 16 to 10 touchdown t- uh, interception ratio. Um, barely over 25,000 passing yards. That's a lot of passing yards. That's a lot of passing 25, yards. 25,000? That's a ton. Damn it. 2,500. <laughs> um, he's not a runner. He's got a new head coach. I'm guessing whoever the Dolphins hired, they haven't hired one, right? So no, I don't they want have to sound not. They have not. I don't think so. Okay. Don't want to sound dumb. More dumb than I already have. Um, you don't know who their new head coach is going to be. I just, Tua has had, this was his year to show that he at least had the potential, and he's becoming a Baker Mayfield. He's becoming a, yeah, he's okay. Like, if the defense plays well and Waddle helps him, uh, gives him some yak yards, they'll win. Yeah. But Tua's not winning you an NFL game. God, no. Like, he is, he is a QB 18, 20. 18 to 20 sense. for me. Yeah, he's 18 for me. Yeah, so. he, okay, he's 18. But And that, the only reason he's even that high is just because he's young. Well, like, I've, like I, have, I have Kirk below him. I do, too. I have Kirk Cousins. That's why I said 18. I'm not just, like, agreeing 18 because you said it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like Kirk's below him. Derek Carr is below him. Those two could be ahead of him next year when mm. if Tua just sucks. For redraft, I'd probably have both of those guys. Oh, my God. I'd probably have Not a lot of guys ahead of him. It's literally yeah. just his youth that's keeping him even inside the top 20 for me. So and I agree. Youth and draft capital. I it's agree. the only good things going for him. Uh, and maybe Jalen Waddle and Yusigi. The other faller, because I had I just, I just had high hopes for him, and he showed me that he's horrible, is Carson Wentz. He is not a – you think, like, fresh start, Colts, JT. He's got a young receiver in Michael Pittman. Um, Paris Campbell didn't really bode well. But – and he had blow games. Carson Wentz helped me win some weeks in a a redraft league. But he was also down in the points per game of, I think, 13 to 15. He is not a good – It's actually pretty solid. It's actually pretty solid. It's a high QB, too. It's a high. Uh, it's not what I want. I I think he it's was more. No, no, no. He was twentieth in points per game. He finished overall quarterback fourteen. So twentieth. What gross. was it? What was his points per game though? Twentieth. No, but what was it? Do you know what uh, it was? Fifteen point five eight. Fifteen point five eight. Like you're just. I'm looking for more. I I think it's more. I had him here. I had high hopes for Carson Wentz having a fresh start on a great team like the Indianapolis Colts, and he did exactly what he did in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, and he had games where he was throwing and screwing the team over, throwing picks. Yeah. I just, I had one more year to give Carson Wentz a chance. I'm fully out. Yep. So he was a huge follower for me. Yeah. I have him right next to Tua. Yeah, no, they're really close for me too. Yeah. So I, I agree with both of those. Okay, that round um, up, that rounds out my followers. I already had Wentz like really low, so he didn't really fall much for me, but. That's I, why he didn't make my list. I know. I had him in, like, the mid-teens. Okay. I had him at 23 already, so it's like he didn't fall very much okay. for me. Because I, I didn't I didn't. Ex- I, I knew not I to expect Carson anything Wentz from Carson fan. Wentz. I, I know. I you was have. A, I, was a Carson, I was a huge Carson Wentz fan who was in the Eagles. Oh, so, you loved him. You had him the year he was, like, good, actually. Yeah, that's yeah, it's the year I owned him. And I was like, oh, Frank Reich, the Colts, like, this is it. 
No. It's not it. It wasn't it. It's not it. <laughs> it's not it. All right, I'm going to give you my first uh, tight end riser. I don't know. I don't know when we're going to argue, but it could be now. The, this, I, don't know. I just want to brace the audience. The meat and potatoes, the potatoes was the QBs. The tight ends are the meat. Yeah, and like, <laughs> So we're about to really get into it. So, see, I feel like we kind of already just like wasted it earlier, but we, we'll argue. We'll argue. No, it won't be that much argue, but this is where we really differ. This is where we... This is just where the argument happened. Anyways, so my number one tight end riser uh, this year was Dalton Schultz. Um, he rose from my tight end 29 in Dynasty to my tight end 9. So that's a massive shift. Jeez. And largely this was because I thought Blake Jarwin was going to come back and like get his starting job back going into the season. So I didn't really care about Dalton Schultz. I was like, yeah. Like, you're a middling athlete. Like, yeah, you had like a solid year last year, but that's because Jarwin was out. Like, they paid him. Jarwin's going to come back and take your job. He's athletic, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I was wrong. Uh, he came back, and he was the tight end three overall, tight end five in points per game. He had a 104 targets, 78 catches, 808 yards, and eight touchdowns. So he kind of just went off this season. Um, and, yeah, like, I mean, my ranking at tight end nine, that does include that he, like, just my thought that he will come back to the Cowboys just because, I mean, he's, he's an unrestricted free agent. So if he goes somewhere else... Um, I saw this on Twitter. Like, I could totally see him be the next Austin Hooper. Like, a guy that was, like, had really good volume in Atlanta, <clears throat> got paid in Cleveland, and, like, he's absolutely useless. Yeah. Like, he's not even – like, he's droppable in yeah. fantasy – like, any fantasy football. I don't have so Austin like, Hooper in my rankings. Yeah, I, I don't even – I, <laughs> I, yeah. When I saw his name on Twitter, I was like, oh, my God, I forgot about him. Yeah, like, yeah. people had him as, like, a top five tight end at one point. So, it's like that, – that could absolutely happen to Schultz. And I fully recognize that, but I'm just, like, betting that he's somehow back in Dallas. And, yeah, I mean, like, if a guy's getting this kind of volume and he's producing yeah. with it, like, I will yeah, I'll just keep playing him. Like, he's not that old. He's, like, 24 or 25. So it's like, yep, let's go Dalton Schultz. So, yeah, he's my number one tight end riser. Yeah, yep. He was he was my number two. I, I did have Dalton Schultz as my number two riser. Oh, there we go. Um, He's tight end 12 for me. And I really like Dalton Schultz. I, I mean... Okay, let me. Re- I like Dalton Schultz. Um, I do think he is a complete product of his situation. I think you move him onto any other team, and he's not near like he's not nearly as good. He's not being talked about this way. I think that the Mike McCarthy, the Dallas Cowboys, and Dak. I mean, even Dak made Jason Witten somewhat relevant. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, are you going to say, like, the end of Witten's career? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. At the end of his career, like, the tight end position in this Dallas offense is just very valuable. I mean, Blake Jarwin was – I would just said the same thing about Blake Jarwin. If he left what I thought Blake Jarwin could be, if he was on yeah. any other team, he'd yeah. be bad. Um, this is one of the names that really got heated into this tight end argument that the Tonys and I had, um, ranking our tight ends. But I – I agree with you. I think if Dalton Schultz signs a contract with the Cowboys, I'll move him higher. I have him at tight end 12 um, because I got to give credit where credit's due. He had, a, I mean, tight end three. He had over 100 targets, uh, almost 900 yards, which is tough for a tight end. Really good year. If he moves, 
I am fully out on Dalton Schultz. But he was still one of my biggest risers because I did think that Blake Jarwin was going to be the guy coming into this yeah. year. And I was so wrong. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, I will give you my top faller, and then I'll just I'll just do it just so we can just talk about it. Yep. Uh, Noah Fant. Um, <laughs> he's not actually like my biggest faller overall. I just want to like talk about him just because this is like Noah Fant and Dalton Schultz and Dawson Knox were like the three guys that me Burback and Lennox mainly again Burback and Lennox were just like yelling at each other back and forth with <laughs> for the last two days. So it is a bummer that Lennox is not on this episode, so it wouldn't get like extremely heated. But anyway. No fan for me. He fell from tight end six overall to tight end ten. Um, I have always loved No fan. Like I have always been like so in on him. Like at one point last offseason, he was like my tight end four. Um, but he just he just hasn't produced the way that I expected through three years. Like he this year he finishes a tight end twelve overall, but the tight end fourteen in points per game, and that's just not that's just not a playable tight end. Like anything after like tight end eight is just like ill. Like there's just there's just nothing like you don't want to put that in your lineup every week. Um, obviously, you can blame it on the offense. You can blame it on uh, Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke. But like I said, I've just been disappointed with him. Like I totally, totally see that he has that the athletic measurables. He has the upside. He has the potential to be like a very very good tight end, and he just hasn't done it yet. And it's just concerning me. So I still have him as tight end 10. It's not like I'm totally fading him, like I'm treating him like CEH or anything like that, but he just hasn't scored more than four touchdowns any year. He hasn't gone over 700 yards. Um, and it's just like, yeah, like I just expected more. So he's getting passed mm-hmm. by guys. Um, let's see, guys like, who did I pass him with? Dalton Schultz. Dalton Dustin Schultz. Knox. No, Dustin Knox is still behind him by one spot. Oh, okay, sorry. But, like, Dallas Goddard passed him. Pat Fryermuth passed him. Dalton Schultz passed him. So, it's like, yeah. And, like, Hawk passed him. So. Pat Fryermuth? Or, no, Mark Andrews I had below him going into the year. Yeah, Pat Fryermuth I have. But I don't really? I don't feel confident. Like, he's he's 8. I said anywhere between 8 and 12. You did. It's just you a did. wash. So, it's like, you can. Like, I'm not going to fight you on having Noah Phantom of Dalton Schultz and Dawson Knox and Pat Fryermuth. It's like, yeah. Yeah, sure, I agree. That I mean, I don't. My rankings don't agree, but I could see it. But yeah, I mean, Noah Fant just basically just because I'm disappointed, he's moving down. Mm-hmm. He just like hasn't lived up to the expectations that I put on him. So, Burbs, tell me why I'm wrong. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something that I really I haven't done on this podcast a lot, uh-huh. and I think it shows growth and maturity. <laughs> I'm going to be reasonable. I'm going to be reasonable. Oh, my God. It's not something I'd like to do in fantasy football or any argument. Um, (laughs) The last two days, Langer, Lennox, and I have been just mostly Lennox and I, like you said, have just been fighting about both of them having Dalton Schultz ahead of Noah Fant and Lennox having Dawson Knox ahead of Fant. Langer and I both have him. I have one spot behind. And I do too. Um, Knox I can get on board with. I just, I, I think not, uh, okay, we're talking about fan. We're talking about fan. I am not going to give up yet on such a talented tight end slash just absolute fo- athletic football player on a team that he's gotten... Uh, Joe Flacco, Teddy Bridgewatered, and Drew Locked. 
Um, that those have been no offense QBs. As Dalton Schultz has gotten Dak Prescott on one of the best offenses we've seen in the last couple of years, and Dawson Knox has had ben Josh DiNucci. Allen. Can't forget about Ben. Oh, DiNucci. Ben DiNucci, true, true, and uh, um, last year. No, no, uh, Cooper. Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush for one game. They had somebody else last year too. Ben DiNucci only played like one game, and then he got benched. Maybe it was. Maybe, well, I don't think it was for Cooper Rush. But no, Robert. there is another game. No, there is another QB name. Yeah. I, I know. Garrett Gilbert was that it? He played. No, <sighs> he did not play multiple games though. Somebody played because Dak missed like almost the whole season last year. Yeah, he played five games. Yeah, regardless. Okay. I mean, Charles has had terrible quarterbacks too, but obviously this year when he went off, he had Dak Prescott. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I re- when we're so likelihood are set QBs eight through twelve tight ends. Tight ends, 8 through 12, very interchangeable. I'm just someone who's going to hitch my ride to the likes of Noah Fant, who are still getting 90 targets, almost 70 catches, just short of 700 yards, and haven't really scored a lot of touchdowns. So I wanted to say this, like, Noah Fant is the... DJ Moore, Terry McLaurin of the tight end position. And I am just not ready to give up because Just he's in been... terms of touchdowns. Both those yes. guys get yards. No, both of those guys get yards, yes. But they get dropped because their situations are shitty and they're not getting buoyed by scores. Yeah. After remember, um, touchdowns aren't sticky. Nope. No, they're not. They're, they're not. not sticky. Nope. They could all it could turn around for all of them. Especially DJ Moore. And I just I I don't see anything special in Dalton Schultz to have him. And the reason I keep bringing this name up is this was the biggest argument piece of between me and Lennox was Dalton Schultz versus Noah Fant. Why does Noah Fant get regarded so highly when Dalton Schultz? It's because one is a much better tight end than the other. The other just has a way better offense than the other. So I'm going with the 24-year-old who is supremely athletic, and I'm waiting for that QB to come in and unlock him. But the reasonable part of Burback is going to say, Dalton Schultz was the tight end three, and you can't ignore that. You just can't ignore that. And he might be be the next type of tight end that doesn't need to be athletic, just is the pillow for the QB, catches a lot of passes, and, you know, yeah. I like that pillow. And he does go right in to my next riser, if we want to move on. Sure, go for it. Which is Dawson Knox. Yeah. Because Dawson Knox was my tight end, like, 16, I think. He was 26 for me, so that's better for you, I guess. I made that number up. I don't know where he was. (laughs) But he is my um, tight end 9, right below Noah Fant. I think he's got a much better... Uh, just profile in general as a tight end. Uh, he's got a more stable future going forward. Who are we talking about? For him versus who? Schultz. Oh, sorry, Dustin Knox for Schultz. Thank okay. you. We're getting late in the podcast. I'm a few beers beers in. Langer's got to remind me. <laughs> and uh, so I'll listen to the argument that Noah Fan Dustin Knox are close. Mm-hmm. More than Dalton Schultz, but I do like 
uh, Dawson Knox. He was definitely buoyed by touchdowns. And uh, Noah Fant beat him on targets, receptions, yards. And Dawson Knox had five more touchdowns than him. So, again, you put Noah Fant on Buffalo. You put Noah Fant on the Cowboys. This isn't even a discussion. It's why I'm keeping Noah Fant at tight end eight where I believe he deserves to be. Yeah, no, uh, that's that's fair. I can't really argue with you there. Um, yeah, I mean, like like I said, I have Schultz at 10 and 9, Fant at 10 and 10, and Dawson Knox at 10 and 11. So they're all back-to-back-to-back to back to back for me. Um, Dawson Knox is also one of my risers. He finished as tight end 8 overall in, and in points per game tight end 8. Yeah, he had 71 targets, 49 catches, 587 yards, and 9 touchdowns. So obviously... Um, those targets and catch numbers are way lower than you would hope. Um, 71 targets typically will not produce fantasy success, but he had such a high touchdown percentage that, um, you know, he could, he could be the tight end eight overall. Uh, he had in fact the highest touchdown percentage of any tight end with 24 plus targets. Um, so 12.68% of his targets went for touchdowns. Um, and you could, I mean, you could totally buy into the fact that since he plays with Josh Allen, any league and I quarterback, get I get that he'll just naturally have a higher touchdown percentage than guys who play with Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke or any other shitty quarterback. But, um, like I, I like Dawson Knox because he's also very athletic. Like he's he's yeah he's uh, like much more athletic than Dalton Schultz. Um, he's in the 85th percentile for 40 yard dash and 87th for speed score. So. Um, I mean, I, I like the guy a lot. Like, he rose from my tight end 26 to my tight end 11. So I'm definitely climbing on him. Um, with Beasley maybe leaving and Sanders definitely leaving in Buffalo, I do think that he has a chance to be the second option. Um, I'm not buying the fact they're not going to add somebody. Like, I would be shocked if they go into the season with Diggs and Gabe Davis <laughs> as their top two wide receivers um, because I'm not buying into Gabe Davis, obviously. And I think that Dawson Knox is just as good of a chance as Gabe Davis to be the number two option in that offense. I mean, he's been better than him in the last two years, so it's like, yeah. I don't know why I would just not bet on Dawson Knox over Gabe Davis if one of them is going to be the second option. But, yeah, so like, I, I do think, like, I mean, if they do for some reason choose to go into the year with those three options, I will move Dawson Knox up my ranks to probably tight end eight. Um, God, I hate seeing Pat Fryer move with it as my tight end eight. Like, I'm gonna, I want to move him down to like tight end forty five. Like, I don't like him. I don't know why he's that high. Yeah. I think somebody's messing with me. I, yeah. I think somebody messed with me. And put who messed with Who messed with your computer, man? Because yeah, that's disgusting. I, he's my next. So it's kind of funny. He is my next riser, but because I did not like him coming into yeah. the NFL, I was really off his. Do we want to move on? Yeah, go go for it. All of his college tape was the team within the 10-yard line throwing to him in the end zone. That's exactly what the Steelers did with Pat F and Big Ben. Um, I think that's why he's so high is because Big Ben loves his tight ends. You have a white tight end in a Steeler uniform, <laughs> so he looks like Heath Miller. And I, I, uh, I think I have Pat F... Pet F at like tight end 12, 11, I think. I'd probably move Dalton. No, he's got the youth. He did look good. He did look good as a rookie. Um, but I think we mentioned this before. Big Ben leaving scares me for Pet F. Um, Pet F has got great hands. 
But he, I just don't, he showed out as a rookie tight end because he scored a lot. How many touchdowns did he have? Seven. I don't. Yeah, so, okay, he scored a lot as a rookie tight end. Um, that was the Kyle Pitts, what, two? One. Like, one. Okay, I yeah, I thought it was he, But Pat F. doesn't have any of those special traits that you can project forward where, like, hey, no matter what, this is a special type of athlete tight end. No, he needs the perfect offense around him for him to be fantasy relevant. Um he could just as easily fall off the face of the planet, and we won't even remember the name Pat Fryermuth. <laughs> and I, okay, this is funny because he's he's a riser for you, and you're shitting down his throat because he's up there in like tight end fourteen to twelve. If I had to really look at it, mm-hmm. would you a Pat F or Irv Smith? Probably Pat F. He's right, on, he's, he's done more than Irv Smith has. Okay, I don't. Yeah, they're probably like the same age actually. Because Irv Smith's super young, but yeah, yeah, I'd probably have Pat F ahead of him. Yeah, but he, I mean, he did a lot better than I thought he would. Yeah, so he is a riser for me, but that's because I think he started in at the very, very bottom. Yeah, but I had to say it because he did have a good rookie year, and again, got to give credit where credits due. Yeah, oh, but I, I did use a riser to just absolutely shit on him. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I get it. Yeah, I mean, he definitely rose for me, too, obviously, if I had him at tight end eight at one point. Um, that will be coming down, so next episode you'll probably hear something different. But um, anyways, uh, my last riser that I have here – or wait, are we doing fallers? No, he was a riser. Do you have another God, r- I'm so confused I, by what I you just did right there. So now I just I, – he might be a follower for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Uh, another one of my risers is obviously Mark Andrews. He was my tight end seven going into the year, and he's now my tight end two. Um, he finished as the tight end one overall and in points per game. He had 152 targets, 107 catches, 1,361 yards, and nine touchdowns. Um, so before this year, his previous career high of targets was 98, and he had 152 this year. So that's a massive difference. Jeez. Um, I've been a big Andrews fan for a while. Like I had him uh, for a couple years there. Um, and in 2019, he was great. Last year, 2020, was kind of a down year for him. So he got passed up by a few guys in my ranks, uh, like Darren Waller and Hawk. And I had Fanta ahead of him too. But obviously this year he came in and just blew the doors <laughs> off the tight end position. Oh, and God, just went yeah. crazy. Um, and he's my tight end two over guys like Kittle, Kelsey, and Waller. Basically because he – I mean, he did better than them this year, and he's younger than them, so it's like – Yeah. Yeah, I mean – He's two years younger than Kittle, right? Yeah, yeah. And then three, Wall, three younger than Waller and five or six younger than Kelsey. So, yeah, I mean – yeah, I mean, I don't I don't really see the argument for not having him as tight end two. Um, the only, like, negative I'll mention is that he was significantly worse with Lamar Jackson than without him. I know. Significantly What is that, worse. though? Like, without Lamar Jackson, he was on pace for 142 catches. With him, he was on pace for 87. And without him, he was on pace for 1,700 yards. With him, it was, like, 1,000. And without, like, the touchdowns were close, actually. Yeah. But like, regardless, like, that, that's that's strange. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that he was so much better without him. Like, obviously, he'll have Lamar Jackson, so, so I don't know. Is, yeah, is it the relationship? Is it the connection between the two? I think Lamar's a lot better for the ancillary pieces. And the yeah. backup yeah. quarterbacks were just, like, hyper-targeting Mark Andrews constantly. Because yeah. so. he catches everything. 
I do think this will be the best year of his career, but I don't think that that's necessarily like yeah, oh, this year that just happened. Like I don't think that's necessarily like a bad thing. Like he can still have, be like a really good tight end, but I would put money on that this was the best year you will ever see from Mark Andrews. Yeah, yeah. So I agree. But yes, Ivers, right, give us another faller. Uh, first faller, right? I don't know. Have you given a you fall? Just... I, whatever. Just, just go. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't even have to like go into this one. Yeah. But if if you were to Google the definition of a fantasy football faller, the picture next to that word, yep. sentence yep. should be Johnny Smith. Oof. I, and I'm I don't think I'm the only one. No. That oh, was God, very no. excited for Johnny Smith oh. to be a part of the Bill Belichick offense. To be it was the, for that one day that he was the only tight end there. <laughs> to be okay, but to be the higher paid tight end out of the two between him and Hunter Henry, one more year in their contract, more money per year, and he was so irrelevant that I still I can't get myself to cut him. But I have to. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't cut him for a tight end premium. I but yeah, know, no. Like but... he's he's terrible. Like he's just a roster clogger because you're never yeah. gonna play him yep. ever. It, it, roster clogger. One hundred. At least you traded him in one league, right? Traded yeah, I traded him to Ryan for like two seconds. Oh, or something like that. <laughs> like oh, Ryan. Guy. I actually can't remember. He's already texted me like, "What the fuck was I doing?" Um, but. Yep, not even 300 yards and a touchdown. That is so gross. I I don't even want to like waste breath talking about Johnny Smith because he's that's totally fine. irrelevant. He's only 26 years old. He's so athletic. It's like I know. It's sad to see he already retired. Yeah, but it's again. Is it was it the usage or is it just him? Is it is he? It's the, both. He was good on the Titans. Yeah, like he showed the flashes. Yeah. Like so, I just I had to bring it up. I I, I, would, I had to bring it up. No, I so. fully agree with you that he was a fault. Like, he fell down my rank. I already had him, like, relatively low. He was, like, my tight end 16 or something. And I was, like, my tight end 25. So, it's like, yeah, he fell way down my ranks. I just literally couldn't care less about yeah. him. No, I know. <laughs> I know. I was such a big John Smith guy. Uh, this my, really hurt. My next faller, uh, Darren Waller. So, I actually had him as tight end 1 going into the season. I mm. loved Darren Waller. Um, he finished his tight end two overall last season, and I just loved what I saw. He's extremely athletic. He dominated in that uh, Las Vegas offense, and he just like he he was just such a fun player. So he fell from my tight end one to my tight end five. So I still love Darren Waller. He's still in that like upper echelon of tight ends, um, but. He only played 11 games this season, and even when he was playing, he was pretty disappointing. Um, you can link a lot of that back to just the lack of touchdowns that he had. Uh, he only had two of them in 11 games, which is, you know, that's that's exactly unlikely what he, to happen. That's exactly what he did in 2019. Yeah, no, I know. I I would still bet that those will rebound, um, which is why, I mean, I, I have him as my time at five overall. So I mean, he's just behind guys like Mark Andrews, George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, and Kyle Pitts. I so, have, he's my tight end five. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I'd love to have Darren Waller, but he has to be a faller if he was my tight end one going into the year. Yeah. And is no longer. 
So, so well, yeah, no, I mean you have to have them there. I mean, yep. I, when you rank those five, it's like who's addicted? Who used to be addicted to cocaine? And Jared. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Easy>. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I just I had to do it. Um, no, I, I, dude, you know if you know me, you know that was a joke. I love Darren Waller. Love his story. Um, but no, I mean you just you can't. Yes, if he was one for you, I think he was. I still think he was three for me behind Kelsey and Kittle. Yep. But Andrews and Pitts, obviously, you served him. Yep. He's tight end five for me. Um, you don't know what Josh McDaniels is going to do with that offense. Um, he was the OC for the Patriots who did have Gronk. So, no. not saying he's Gronk, but you hope that. Um, it was just weird. You know, looking back at his game, obviously he had the insane week one. And then John Gruden goes, I'm going to keep doing this for the rest of the season. And... Then he went seven, 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 and eight the next games in targets. Mm-hmm. Um, after week one, didn't break a hundred yards until week eleven, and only scored once in week four. Yeah, it, it was just like the offense forgot about him. Hunter and I just Pearl. Hunter. Oh my god! Wait until we get to the risers and fallers of wide receivers, because <laughs> I it'd be dumb for us not to all have Hunter Renfro up there. <laughs> I just. What do you do? You, so obviously you have Waller at tight end five. Yep. I do too. Yep. Yep. What are your expectations going into next year? So he had fifty five for six sixty five and two. He missed. Uh, I lost my train of thought. What happened last? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are your expectations going into next year with? So you had 90 for 11.45 and 3. Then you had 107 for 11.96 and 9. And then 55 for, but he, he missed five games, 55 for 6.65 and 2. So he had two years in a row, like 1,100 yards, almost 1,200. Yeah. Are you hoping, are you expecting another yeah. 11 to 1,200 yard season yep. for a healthy Darren Waller, yep. all 17 games? Yep. And you're just hoping the touchdowns get there. Yep, that's yeah. I I'd expect like eighty for eleven hundred and seven. I think what you were saying for Mark Andrews is true true for Darren Waller. Twenty twenty will be his career year. One hundred and forty six targets. Yeah, probably. I would be shocked if because Josh McDaniel they're going to add a, a pass catcher well, to, to like, that team. Brian Edwards is not the answer. Brian Edwards is bad. Uh, Man, I'm not going to go the route I did with Darren Waller. What they have a murderer on their team? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, they're gonna. So I was just curious where you expect, and he's going to be 30 next year, right? Yeah. Yep. He will. Uh, do you have another follower birds? I do. All right. Um, you and Lennox were way higher on this dude than I was, and it's not. Um, oh my god, dude. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's not not obvious that he's a faller. Uh-huh. Logan Thomas. Yeah, I had him as a faller too. Is he like not like he kind of seems irrelevant at this point. He's my 10 and 18 now. So irrelevant. He was yeah, he was in your top 12. He was 8. He was 8. He was 8. Me. Yeah. And I had him outside the I had him around 12 to 15. 
2015, I think I remember. I just never bought into the one season that he did well. Yeah. And I, I'm i admitting, it's a 30-year-old tight end who you barely played tight end who now has a very injured history. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want any part of. So... I added him as a follower because he was of tight end relevancy, and now I don't even consider him uh, at all in Dynasty. Yeah. I think that name will be forgotten. I think you're taking it too far, but I... Because <laughs> I, mean, I, I agree, agree that he's a start. follower. Um, he finished it as tight end 10 overall in points per game this season. He only played four full games. Um, obviously, like you mentioned, he'll be 31 and coming off an ACL tear going into next year, so... I mean, yeah, he dropped from my tight end 8 to my tight end 18. Um, but he's still on a very nice contract on a team that uses the tight end position a lot. So if he's back, he will be a top 12 tight end on the season, and I will take that. Do you think he'll be top 12? If he's healthy and playing, he will 100% be top 12. He's tight end 10 this year in points per game. Yeah, that is crazy. With Whatever, yeah. Taylor Heineke at quarterback. I yeah. can't imagine it's worse than that. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not in love with him. Like, he's my tight end 18. Tight ends mm-hmm. are horrific after, like, no, 10. No, I <laughs> know. So, yeah, they're no. really bad. But yes, I do think if he's healthy and playing, he will be good. So that's okay. why I still believe in him. And he's athletic, so that's another good thing. Yeah, yeah, um, he is. But yeah, that is my last guy. Do you have any other guys you want to talk about here before we wrap it? No, nope. Janu and Logan. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Make some damn trades. Um, if you're not in our leagues and you listen, send us your trades. We'll talk about them because our leagues are pathetic and they don't trade. So. Yeah, yeah. That's a you know that's a really good point. If you're a listener, we usually talk to our two dynasty leagues. If you're a listener outside of our dynasty leagues, hit us up on Twitter. We, in the dynasty community, probably have the least amount to do. Yep. Among the other analysts, so yep. we have time. Yeah, and that's uh, at Tony Langer and at, uh, what are you, Burbackinator? Burbackinator. Yeah, perfect. Hit us up, and we'll cover off on any and all trades you have. <laughs> <laughs>